Welcome to another episode of Joy in Your Circus. I'm your host, Sabrina Irvin, and I honestly can't believe this is my 28th episode. As I start to wrap my first season of this podcast, I am just overwhelmed looking back at some of the incredible stories that I have had the privilege to share with you. Today, I have another incredible story. I recently had the pleasure of chatting with Chelsea Harder, an award-winning entrepreneur and busy mom of three. Being an entrepreneur is tough on a good day, but throw in the mix three young kids and a pandemic, and it could be a recipe for disaster. But Chelsea has managed to adapt with such a high level of class and even expand her business further amidst the chaos. I hope you enjoy getting to know Chelsea as much as I did. On today's episode, I am chatting with Chelsea Harder, a busy mom of three. Chelsea, thank you so much for taking time to share your story on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So let's chat about you and your circus. So there are a lot of people that may not necessarily know you. So let's just start off by who you are. So what is maybe like give me three to five words that would describe who you are. Who's Chelsea? Well, I am a mom of three. I, I've been a business owner for 11 years. I own three different businesses. I own Passions Beauty Studio, which was my first business that I opened when I was 20 years old. And um, my husband left his career about three years ago and joined me at the salon. So we um, put a little barber shop in the back. So that business is called the Barber Corner. And then my last little venture I'm called Prime Hair Brand. And yeah, I'm a mom of three kids. So I'm busy with those little kiddos and very busy lady to say the least. <laughs> So why don't you tell me a little bit about your circus? So things like when you became a mom, the names and ages of your kids, and what are things like at your house? Um, I became a mom five and a half years ago. Um, My first uh, daughter was um, in March of 2015. So she's five and a half and her name's Lila. And then we decided to do another baby right away. (laughs) So um, we have Zara and she's three. And um, so they're about 20 months apart. And then we um, took a little bit of a break and then we decided to have one more. And so I now have a five-month-old little boy and his name is Merrick. Yes. So... You have three busy kids now, so why don't you tell me what's the dynamic like between them? Yeah, it's like my girls are super close in age, so they're good. They really enjoy like playing together and things like that now, and they're old enough to know like to be really excited to have a baby brother, so it's been it's been good. Like I feel like um, because we had our first two so close that it was very hectic and chaotic and And it just seemed normal at the time because we didn't have kids before that. So we didn't know that that was a little bit crazy, but we didn't plan to have Merrick quite as late as it, as he came. Um, It took a little while to have him, but with that being said, it's been a, it's been a really nice age gap kind of because the girls are able to, you know, be a little more self-sufficient. So for sure that independence definitely does help when it comes to having multiple children. I can definitely agree to that. What maybe share with us something unique about each of your kids. Well, Lila is definitely her mother's daughter. She is exactly like me, which is terrifying. If you knew me as a teenager, um, you would know why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, she is so um, outgoing and very um, creative, loves to do crafts, loves to sing, dance, very 
questions me on everything and uh that she definitely gets from her mother so um yeah and then zara i would say she's like a real mix of me and my husband she um is very smart she is just like she loves to dance she loves all the kind of like fun outgoing things with other kids um but she is very smart i noticed that right from when she was a little baby and just the things she pick up on so quickly and she seems to really like sports, which she, I know she's only three, but she like picked up a hockey stick right when she was little. And she just, I think that's kind of more from her dad's side. And then um, Merrick, a really easy baby. And we've been so fortunate because obviously being business owners and having three kids, it's been busy. So he's just been a, a little blessing. That's for sure. And I know that, yeah, being busy with your work and as a mom, there will be lots of challenges. So as a mom, what maybe is the biggest challenge that you found yourself facing over the years? I think that probably as if there's anything that I ever kind of felt guilty about as being a mom and an entrepreneur is that most entrepreneurs don't get the opportunity to have uh, maternity leave. So they, even though they might not be at work working like how they did before, you're still always working. So there, there is times where I kind of felt guilty about like not being able to be at home with my kids for a year and, or, you know, even throughout that time that I was at home, I was still busy back and forth doing things from work. So I wasn't with them all the time, like some moms are. But after the first one, I kind of got over that. <laughs> now, I have to admit, my husband's like a superhero and he's just so helpful. And if he has to help with the kids so that I can go deal with work or if he has to deal with things at work so that I can be with the kids, he, he just is really my superhero when it comes to that. And that's incredible to have a good partner through everything makes a world of difference. What is the most rewarding part of being a mom for you? I just love seeing them grow and seeing them like have their little personalities. I joke about Lila being so much like me, but it's just, it's so rewarding to see them like accomplish something and they're just so proud or like my kids, they always tell me they love me and that just like melts my heart, you know, like when they can finally, when they finally say that and then they say it on their own terms of like, mom, I just love you so much. And it's like, (laughs) you know, you can just melt, but yeah, I think it's just so rewarding to see them like accomplish things that, you know, are their personality and like that they're so proud of, you know? For sure. I always like to talk about advice. So as moms, we get so much advice. So what's the best piece of parenting advice that anyone ever gave you? I think probably the best parenting advice I ever got from somebody was to not worry about what everybody else thinks and just do what works for you and your family. And you know, like no two families or spouses or anything are are the same, right? So, and your jobs and everything is just so different, your kids' personalities. So I think the best advice I was ever given was just don't worry about how everybody else does it or how, you know, like you feel like you should do it. Just do what works for you. Okay. And then let's turn the tables there. Have you ever gotten any really bad advice? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I always joke with my mom because she says little things like, oh, if you want my opinion. And then I tell her, well, I actually didn't ask for your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I'm sure I have. But I I do think I have a pretty strong personality where it's just like, if I don't agree with it, I'm not going (laughs) to listen to it. You know, I, I can't really think of anything exactly that I've been told. But I feel like it probably just, if I didn't like it, I just didn't listen to it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know what? Motherhood teaches us a lot about who we are. And I'm curious to know what motherhood has taught you about yourself as a person. think that like before I became a mom, I was an entrepreneur and I was so focused on like that. And not that I didn't want to say, I don't want to say that like I didn't, have a big heart or anything like that but I just my priorities were very different and when I had children I noticed that like my heart I didn't know that my heart could grow so much and like for so many different it just changed like it just changed the way I looked at like our community and the way that I look at like the 
teachers that teach in our schools and just like so many different things, so many different people, like, and I, I really just think that my heart grew and that makes perfect sense. The priorities shift definitely, especially the fact that you were an entrepreneur before you had children. Definitely. It just realigns your priorities. I, I was worried before I had children that when I had children, I wouldn't be as passionate or I wouldn't have the time to like be as good of an entrepreneur or, you know, something along those lines. But I actually think it makes me a better entrepreneur because like I'm, I'm more compassionate up to my employees and I'm more compassionate to things that like supporting our community and supporting, you know, like as many things we can, you know? And, and so I just think that it, it just changed. That's what motherhood changed for me is like, it just changed my perspective on life. And I think before you're a mom, you look at parenting and you look at moms and you say, you know, I swear if I am a mom, I am never going to do X, Y, Z. What was that for you? Something you said you would never do as a mom that you do now. Um, (laughs) well, I remember like seeing kids and just being like, wow, like they are so bratty. Like, why isn't their parent parenting them or why aren't they disciplining them? The other day I was at taco time and my daycare provider was sick. So I had my three kids while I was on conference calls and stuff all day. So I was like, okay, I'm going to walk them for a walk, take them to taco time, get them some food. And then I, I can be on this conference call. And like my kids were all screaming, every single one of them, they were like throwing their food and like, I'm on this call and this is the type of person I used to judge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would probably be it. And now I regret ever thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? If, If you could go back in time, think back to the first week that you were a mom, what piece of advice maybe would you give yourself looking back now? I remember my first week being very like emotional. Like I, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to say I had like postpartum because I don't, I don't think that would be fair to the people that do have that. You know, like I think that we all are very full of hormones after we have children. And I remember being emotional and not knowing why, you know, and knowing that this is normal. Like you just had a baby, your hormones are crazy. Like I I remember thinking like, I'm so happy right now. Why, why am I crying? You know, like, yeah. And so I think I would tell myself that like, that's normal. I try and tell my friends that all the time is like, look, if you're feeling a little sad for some reason, and you don't know why, like, that's okay. If you're feeling really sad or you're feeling like depressed or something, then you should, you know, like talk to somebody. But honestly, like I I didn't realize that. So I remember lady, the home healthy home nurse coming over. And like, I was just like, so happy to be a mom and, you know, just like melted my heart every time I looked over at my daughter and she was sitting there reading this little pamphlet to me. And all of a sudden she's like, and this is the number if you're feeling sad or anything on the back. And all of a sudden I just started bawling and I'm like, going on right now, you know, just like a whole roller coaster of emotions after you have a baby for sure. Yeah. So I think I was just an emotional mess that week. (laughs) Well, and you know what? Like to think of what our bodies go through and how much of an absolute train wreck it can be for your hormones. Like you go from such highs and lows and people just expect you're going to come out of that and be leveled out. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't even know if it's like people expect it. I think it's us that expect it. Yes. You know, before you're a mom, you're like, oh, I'm going to have this baby. And as long as I'm like healthy, like physically healthy, like you're good. But it's like, you don't realize like, your body is literally going through so many different things and it's just heart. There's no explaining it like until you've actually had it happen. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as we, let's talk baby products. So I know, you know, you have such a little one and my youngest just turned two. So things change so quickly. What are the things, the top, let's say top three products you cannot live out without right now? I love the Docatot. I never had one with my first two kids. Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I never had one with my first two kids and I followed this influencer and I thought, I seen her little guy always sleeping in it. And I thought, okay, you know what? I don't have many things to buy with the third baby. So I'm going to try buying one. And oh, I'm so sad. I never had it with my girls. But anyways, it's awesome because they can't roll off the couch. And and then what are my other favorite ones? Right now, because he's five months, he's starting to want to like sit up. But 
he can't sit up on his own. So it's like you have to hold him constantly. So I actually just got this little toy thing that he can sit up in and it has toys on the top. But it like claps down. So we go to the lake a lot. So I'm like, I literally just got this yesterday. And it's like my favorite thing now. Nice. Yes. I'm like obsessed with cravings in Saskatoon. So I just have a lot of clothes from there. (laughs) Well, and you know what? Their new store looks so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And you know what? I just, I'm a sucker for like good quality items. I don't need to have a million things, but like, and obviously being an entrepreneur, I love to support local. She's a local, um, local to Saskatoon private, you know, store. So I love shopping there. So I buy lots of stuff from there. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, I can't wait to check out the new store. I, the pictures look amazing. So I can't wait to check that out. So let's talk business. So speaking of small businesses, so we chatted a little bit about um, the projects that you have. Let's get mm-hmm. back to the beginning. So when it all started, so what was your initial vision for business? Honestly, like I was super young. I was 20 years old when I started my business. Um, I worked at a hair salon. I always kind of knew I wanted to like own a business. I was a hairdresser already. So, you know, I I did know that that was something I did want to go towards, but I was only 20 years old. So I wasn't really expecting it to happen quite as quickly as it did. But I was working at the salon. The owners um, were kind of just trying to get out and didn't really want to do it anymore. So I'd offered to buy the business from them and basically just buy their stuff. I didn't want to have their name. I didn't really even want like the employees or anything. I just wanted the the space and the stuff that was in it. So um, yeah, I bought the salon when I was 20 and we just kind of did a little quick renovation in there. I hired some new staff. Uh, We changed the name and kind of got started there. And then about a year later, um, we had like really boomed. Um, Warman was growing a lot and our business was doing quite well. So we decided to buy um, a house right next door to where we were and then make that into a salon and add a commercial front onto it. So that's our current location. Um, and then two years after that, we built on an addition onto the salon because we needed to double our square footage. So we went from being a four chair salon to, um, now we're a 10 chair salon. And then, yeah, I don't know. I guess we've been kind of, that's been the last 11 years. And then we actually just announced that we're going to be building a brand new salon and spa in Warman. Yeah, that's really, really exciting. So that's in the next year. So what are some things that you're most excited about the new location? Um, I think obviously, because it's going to be, um, well, double the space that we have now. So having just a lot more space to be able to design the studio to be exactly how we want it. And obviously with it being brand new, we can make it exactly how we want it. So we're building the, the um, building from scratch. So everything will be designed so that it is perfect lighting, perfect space, you know? Um, and yeah, we just, we're going to be, a, it's going to be big. So we're really excited just to have that space and be able to really like offer amazing customer service, amazing um, services in a better space. And you know what? I'm sure lots of your clients will be so excited for parking, more parking. Oh, yes. Yes, that's huge. Right now, my uh, my staff really is excited about that, too, because they don't get to park in our parking lot because we save it for our clients. So um, <laughs> they have to park a couple streets down and then walk. So they're really excited that they all going to have their own parking spot. <laughs> They'll really appreciate that in the Saskatchewan winters, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about achievements. So you have achieved a lot of different things in business over the years. So can you talk a little bit about some of the honors that you've received? Yeah. So um, the first award that we had ever won as a business was um, through a product line that we had carried. We were one of the top retailers for them in all of Canada. So that was in 2012. And at that point, it kind of that one was really special to me because 
you know, we're a hair salon. We we're in Saskatchewan. You d- you don't really feel like you're on the map, you know. And we went down to San Diego for this big hair show, and then we were announced that, that we won this award, and it was just so exciting. It really just felt like we had that I that a lot of the hard work that we had put in was being recognized, and um, obviously we were doing well. So I mean, it was just a, a really exciting time. Um, then that kind of opened up the doors that once uh, Warman and Martinsville got a chamber, um, they started doing their chamber of commerce. Um, they did some business excellence awards. So the very first year we applied for um, business of the year and we actually won that one. So that was really exciting because it was like kind of a shot in the dark. We didn't really think we would even be considered, but um, we did end up winning it. And so it was very exciting. Then um, I've applied for some provincial awards, some Saskatoon awards, um, became finalists in a couple of those awards throughout the years. And then last year we were able to apply for the business of the year again because we had to wait two years until you could apply again. Um, So we applied for that. We actually ended up winning it again. So that was really exciting. And then um, a couple months later, I um, was up as a finalist for Young Entrepreneur of the Year um, for the ABEX Awards, which is Saskatchewan um, Business Excellence Awards. And I ended up winning that one. So that was really exciting because I just I think that one meant a, a lot to me, like probably the most out of all of them, because. Um, it is a young entrepreneur one. So I think I've just felt very connected to it because obviously being 20 years old when I started and, and just, uh, I, I've ha- have so many mentors and people that I look up to that I, that aren't young, you know, as young. And, um, so I just was so honored to get that, that award and win it and be able to share that excitement with my, with our team at our studio. And you know what I think? The the thing that is so interesting about the awards is, like you mentioned with the first award you won, it just, it kind of gives you a bit of, it, it gives you some satisfaction that a lot of the behind the scenes work, there's so much that goes into owning a business that people don't see. And it kind of gives you a bit of a sense of satisfaction, like, okay, like I'm doing something right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I think you really like... Yeah, like you said, like, you know, we know how much hard work we put in and all these things, but, but being recognized, whether it's in your own community, or whether it's all of, you know, Saskatchewan, or whether it's all of Canada, I mean, it's just an honor, right? It's honor to be recognized by other people as well. And there is, like I said, there's so much behind the scenes stuff that goes into owning a business. And I myself have also owned a business and I know being a mom and owning a business, it's tough. I, but at the same time, there are lots of things that we, you know, you really enjoy about being an entrepreneur. What do you find to be the most enjoyable moments? I love mentoring people and seeing people grow and just, you know, like giving the tools to be able to help people move forward in their careers. And I, I feel like I've been now that it's been 11 years, I, I can truly say that I've had so many amazing people work at my, at my studio and whether they're still with us or they've moved on, I'm just so proud of like the people that have worked with us and the careers that they've built, even like within our studio and without like and out of our studio. So um, yeah, being an entrepreneur is obviously I love I love being a boss. <laughs> My husband says, okay, boss, whatever. But, but I, but I truly love mentoring people and I love seeing people succeed in which, whatever that looks like for them. When you do have a difficult day, what are, you know, sometimes you feel like you're just pulled in so many different directions. What are some strategies that you have found that really work for you to help you just get through those tough moments? Well, I have an amazing manager at my studio. She's like my, my soundboard, like everything that whenever I'm having issues, I just go to her and we figure it out together. So she's amazing. She's such a hard worker and hands down a harder worker than I am because she gets stuck with all the crap. And then my husband, he is just such a reasonable person. And I am such a high strung, like, we got to do all these things. And, you know, and he's just, he just grounds me a little bit and just tells me, <laughs> slow down, 
take it one step at a time. So I would say that. <laughs> so definitely surrounding yourself with good people yes. has helped you for sure. for sure. Yes. So talking to the general population. So is there anything specific that you wish people knew about small business? Um, I think that if I could like clear the air for small business owners is I think often sometimes people think that small business owners have so much money because they own a business and oh my goodness yes and I I think that's been really hard for me over the years or you know like or or assume things because you see someone's life and it's like you know I had lots of people say oh her parents must have bought her salon because like she was so young and and like it was so offensive to me because I've I've worked so hard and my parents haven't given me any money to do that so it was like you know like it's and like just because I was 20 like people shouldn't just assume that like you know and so I felt like I really had to prove that like this business is doing well and my parents couldn't buy me that you know <laughs> I, I just think that if I could say anything is don't assume things like don't assume that business owners have lots of money there's been times where you know like I mean I, I my husband's a very good saver so I mean there's been times where we have done well and he's saved and there's been times where you know we've hardly had enough money to pay ourselves so and like sometimes people just don't understand that and and like I'm not ashamed to say that it's like that's the life of being a business owner right when people assume oh you know like they have a nice house and they have a nice boat and all those things it's like you know what we've been working really hard and bought those things and been like and they're we are paying them off. Like, you know, they're not paid for or whatever, but it's like, just don't assume. Or like, even with all this COVID stuff, I'm really seeing like a lot of business owners really struggling. And it's like, you know, and like, I've heard little comments about people like judging their businesses or whatever. And it's just like, oh man, they're going through such a hard time. And like, trust me, this is not what anyone was, no one was prepared for a pandemic, you know? So it's just no. like, don't ever assume. Yeah, I would a hundred percent agree with that because what, <laughs> having owned a business, I definitely, I heard similar comments to that. And, you know, I had, I'll never forget. I had a client once who said to me, well, I just, just like, I didn't think you really needed my money because you must be swimming in money because of what you drive. And I'll never, ever forget that. And it stuck with me because I thought, you know, wow, like I just said, you know what? I, we, we work hard as business owners yeah. and, you know, people have no idea. And I just think, you know, it's crazy that, you know, to make those assumptions and, you know, people don't know the behind the scenes struggles, like yeah. people, you know, just see what they want to see. They don't see, you know, that, there were times when I was in business where, you know, we had, we had to sell an acreage just to be able to fund some of the things we needed for the business. And yeah. we sold things to do payroll. And like, you just, you end up, you know, you have these moments of awesome success, but then there are moments where you're just trying to make ends meet. <sighs> yeah, for sure. And you know what? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it would be crazy to say like, business owners aren't in business to make money. It would be almost silly if they weren't, you know? And I, I always tell my team that I'm like, look, like I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I want the business to make money. And I think you want a boss that wants the business to make money because if that's the case, then everybody's successful, right? Like if, if I'm, if I don't have a successful business for you to work in, then you're not going to be successful either, you know? So it's like, yeah. and, and they appreciate that. I'm so like, honest about that you know and I'm like I'm not in business to lose money like obviously I want to make money but I also love what I do so it's like I think that that has been a reflection of being able to make make money you know and and but like I said like COVID there like that was that was absolutely devastating for so many of my business owner friends including myself like my husband and I both were jobless like you know we were pulling money out of our savings to live and doing everything we could just to get through that time but I think sometimes people just assume that because you know we're young and we have a business and you know like we, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like we have a beautiful life and, and all those things, but it's like, we've worked really hard for that, you know? And like, 
it didn't just come because I just owned a business. Like I had to leave my son at two months old to go and deliver product through COVID to try and keep our doors open, you know? Yeah. And those are, so, those are the challenges and those are the things behind the scenes that people just don't see. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the pandemic. So you have reopened and how have things been going? You know what? Things have been going amazing. Um, we're in an industry that we're so fortunate. I know people were like, there was all the jokes and the memes about people needing getting haircuts, but like people still want to get their haircuts and people <laughs> still want to get their colors and those things. And we're just doing our very best to keep the studio um, a very safe place for people to come. And it, it was a lot of work. I won't lie, like being preparing to reopen and preparing my staff to make sure that they're following all the protocols and and uh, just mentally like exhausted after, you know, and, but I mean, I'm so thankful to our community for all the support. And we were, we had the busiest month we've ever had when we went back into back to the work. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's huge, especially when, you know, you were in a place where you're most businesses, I'm sure their bank accounts were pretty dry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So what, what kinds of things, can you give me a couple examples of things that you've had to practices or things that you've had to change up at the studio just to accommodate with the pandemic? Yeah, so we're pretty fortunate because our studio is um, pretty large. So we are, even though there's more people that work there, we're more distant away from one another. We, our um, stations are spread apart far enough. So everybody's still been able to work. Um, but yeah, we wear masks. Our clients wear masks. We have to wear aprons and eye protective wear. And we have to be constantly like sanitizing in every piece of surface that anybody touches in between every single client. And yeah, we've had to have some extra staff on just to make sure that things are getting clean so that we can keep up with our clients. And yeah, I mean, it, it's been a month now, so it kind of feels normal, to be honest. At the beginning, it was like so scary and it was so new and it was just not our way of how we do things. And so I was just very strict with the policies at the very beginning and we've been doing a really good job and now it's just like normal. So everybody just follows it, you know. And so for you, um, as a business owner and also as a stylist, so how do you balance your time? So do you feel like you have a good amount of time still behind the chair or how do you feel about your time spent in both areas? So for the first five years, I would say I was in business. I spent a lot of time behind the chair, pretty much like, you know, full time plus behind the chair. Um, as I grew the business and we added more stylists and I had children, so that just changed it. Um, it kind of forced me to pull back from that a little bit just because obviously I had, I couldn't be behind the chair full time and then go home and do all the things I needed to do like I was doing before because now I have children, right? So, yeah. um, so it forced me to kind of pull back a little bit. And when I was able to pull back a bit from behind the chair, I was able to focus more on the business, help train other people, help, you know, hire good people, um, just really like see it from an outside perspective. Because when you're a stylist, you're so invested and you're so like tunnel vision of like the client that you're working with and all these things that you're not seeing it as a whole picture, like all the, all the stylists, the whole business, you know? So Ever since I had kids, I just committed to being like, you know what, if I work too much behind the chair, then I'm just not going to be a good boss. I'm not going to be able to provide, like deal with all these other things that need to get dealt with. And so I just pulled back a little bit and I still have amazing clients that I absolutely love doing. And I never want to not do that because it's my passion. That's why I named our business Passions Beauty Studio is because I'm genuinely so passionate about creating hair, you know? And I, I think if you were to stop doing hair totally, you would lose some of that. I think that connection to your clients and sure, yeah. And even, I even noticed like when I'm, when I even take like a couple months of when I had a baby and I would be off for a couple of months and like not doing any hair at that point, I did lose some of the passion because it's like, I was just sitting there wanting to like, I'm looking at all these things on Instagram and seeing all these new trends come out. And I'm just like, I need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's more of like 
just staying on top and like making sure that I can do things so that I can train other people to do it, you know? And, and yeah, I don't know. I, I like, I love that I still have clients and that people can still book with me. It's just that I'm not, I can't be there all the time doing that and still run a good business and still be a good mom, you know? Yeah. It's all a balancing act for sure. Yeah. And let's just say if you were to give clients one tip about hair care, if you could just tell them one thing, what would you want them to know? I think it's like anything it's you pay for what you get, you know? So you, some people think that like professional hair care is stylists making money and I'm just like okay yes like we all have to make money you know and yes we do make money off product or we wouldn't sell it but with that being said you can guarantee that every stylist is using those products because they're not going home and buying the cheap stuff you know what I mean like they're using it because they know that's what's gonna have to you have to use to make sure your hair's in good shape and I just tell people like look, I don't care what you use. It's totally up to you and everybody's budgets are different and whatever, but I would hate for you to come in here and spend a ton of money to get this beautiful color and then to come back in a week and be like, oh, it looks completely different because you wrecked it with something that was cheap, you know, like for the extra 10 bucks or 20 bucks that like you're, you're protecting it, you know, if you're going to spend the money to like go get an awesome haircut or get a beautiful balayage or get something, you know, that you've, you've spent that money and it's a splurge for you. Make sure that the products that you need to be able to do that at home as well is a part of that budget. Because if it's not the beautiful haircut that you got, that, that the stylist made look exactly like the picture is going to be pretty tough to duplicate once you get home, unless you have the products. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. So speaking of hair care, so you chat a little bit about Prime Hair Brand. So where does the name Prime Hair Brand, where does this come from? To be completely honest, we um, thought about a name for months and months. And at the time, my sister and I were uh, partners. So my mom, my mom isn't a hairdresser. She's uh, brings something totally different to the business. But so this was kind of my sister's and my baby before. Um, Yeah. And we just like, like thought, okay, we need to come up with a name that means something and that like defines our business. And so prime, we um, just, I don't know. I just said like, what about prime? What does it mean? What's the definition of it? Kind of, we Googled it and it was like, there was just little key parts of the word prime that totally defined our business, such as it was, it's the number one. And so like for us, it was like putting key ingredients in this so that it's like a luxury product and it's, it's like the, the best, you know? Um, and then like a successful time in someone's life, that was, um, one of the little statements of under the definition on Google. So we're like, you know, there's just so many things that really related to us and we just felt like that's what we wanted. That's what we wanted for this business. So that's where the name came from. And what would you say, what makes Prime hair brands stand out among other lines. Our goal with Prime was to create a very luxury line in the sense that all the ingredients are very good for your hair, keeping your hair very healthy. That was the number one. Obviously, like as stylists, putting color on people's hair, we need products that are are keeping people's hair super healthy at home. And then also on top of that is performance. So we know as stylists as well that super healthy hair doesn't always style (laughs) you know um (laughs) we have these super amazing shampoos and conditioners that are sulfate and paraben free and all these things locking color um but then we also needed performance products that are going to make sure that that the hair is going to hold or that you are getting the styles and different trends, you know, trends are changing every three months. So we're, you know, really having to stay on top of making sure that people have the products that they need to, to be able to, you know, meet these trends. So. And where are your products manufactured? Um, we have a couple different manufacturers. Um, we work with one out of the States in California, and then we have another one in um, Toronto in Canada. Um, obviously we would love to be able to like do it closer to home, but with that being said, like we live in Saskatchewan, it's really difficult. You have to find a chemist that understands how to obviously make hair product, but also understand like 
performance. So we really um, did a lot of research. It took us a year to find a chemist um, because we had worked with multiple different ones. And just until you really get that right connection and they understand and they trust us as stylists, we're not chemists. We don't know how products are made. <laughs> so <laughs> they, we work as a team. And so they do what they need to do on their end. They send us samples. We work on, we work with them. We test them. Then we send them back. We say, okay, this is what needs to change. This needs to be thinner. This needs to be thicker. This, you know, just so many different things. And then, um, yeah, so it took us a very long time to actually get our products to a point where, we were like, this is it. This is amazing. This is exactly what we want, you know? So yeah, obviously we're local to Saskatchewan and we are trying to move more of our products coming straight out of Toronto so that they're all Canadian made, but just due to a couple of the products that are a little tough to get done in Canada, such as aerosols and things like that, it's, it is, it only makes sense that they come from where they come from. And if you were to say maybe what is your favorite product in the line? Um, favorite product is the leave-in conditioner because every single person should have it. Okay. And then anyone listening who is interested in finding out more about Prime Hair Brand or where to purchase it, where can they find that information? So uh, we do have a website. It's primehairbrand.com. We actually sell Prime Hair Brand to salons across Saskatchewan. So we have about 10 salons right now um, located in all different cities across Saskatchewan. So if you are in a city that you think that they're, you know, if you want to try the product and just, you can just shoot us an email and we can tell you where your closest location is, or we do have an online shop. So um, we do encourage people to go into their salons and support their salons first, but we do have our online shop. You just have to pay for shipping to get it. Gotcha. And do you have visions for expanding that distribution further, like outside of Saskatchewan? Yes, we do. Um, so right now, we're really just trying to keep the focus of what we what we want for this business. So our our number one goal, the reason why we created Prime, was to support salons. There's been many product lines that have kind of just diverted, and you know they they start up and then they just they really want to get big, and so they just kind of don't really um, support stylists. And so that was our number one goal is, is that, you know, we, we are stylists. We understand what it's like to have to be behind the chair and, you know, working with your clients, but also providing them an amazing product. But also we do need to make money. So having products that people can't get elsewhere, they need to go to their stylist to get it, you know, and yep. so they can't go to Walmart, they can't go to these, these big box stores to get it. And so we're, that is our number one thing is, is that we support our stylists and our salons. And, you know, and that's by being exclusive, we won't sell to big box stores, even if they want to bring it in, because that's not something that we believe in. I think that's really awesome. That's that makes you really unique. And I think that's really, really cool. And you have talked numerous times um, in our conversation about your husband and how supportive he is. Let's just chat a little bit more about your love story because I love love stories. So <laughs> I'm curious, like, how did you guys meet? Tell me a little bit more about your story. Well, our love story is kind of funny, actually. Um, I was living up in La Ronge, and I worked for my auntie. She has a hair salon up there. And my husband used to play hockey up there um, for the La Ronge Ice Wolves. And so he didn't live there at the time when I was there, but um, he had come up there to visit some of his old billets. And, uh, and I just happened to see him in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so we joke because we say we met at the zoo and we were there till two in LA, which is Laurent and the zoo is the bar on Laurent. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so it's not really a fairy tale love story, but I didn't really think I would be finding my husband in Laurent. I wasn't really up there to look for for anybody at the time, but hey, you know what? He's pretty awesome. So so what would you say maybe is the most romantic thing that he's ever done for you? Oh, boy. He's very thoughtful. Like, he just does very sweet things all the time. And, like, I mean, honestly, he just knows. Like, he knows if I need to go do something for work or, like, you know. And, like, I'm a, I'm a huge extrovert. So, like, I love to be with my friends. And, 
and get to socialize and do those things too. And I know it's a lot like being an entrepreneur, being a mom of three, it's, it doesn't leave you a lot of extra time. And so I'm so grateful for him just to even like, be like, Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll take the kids and, and you go and hang out, you know, get a night to go hang out with your friends. But I can't really think of like the most romantic thing because he's always doing like little things, but. So he's trying to show off the rest of the husbands. Come on. (laughs) My girlfriends always tell me like, like, I feel like my girlfriends have really amazing husbands and they're always like, you do know Corey's like, like a rare breed, right? Like, like there, it doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) That's good though. That's awesome. So what, what do you feel maybe has been the key to successful marriage for you guys? You know what, to be completely honest, we are very different people. Um, we, Corey is quieter. He is more of an introvert. He likes to, he, he loves his friends and family and all those things, but he is quite okay with like, you know, seeing people once a month and then kind of just chilling out at home with the friends and family and, or with our own family. And, and, um, where I'm more of like, okay, I've been busy the last three days and tonight's my night where I'm like at home relaxing and then we're off to friends again tomorrow night. And like, (laughs) that's more (laughs) the way I roll. So I think honestly, just being able to be like our own people and knowing like if he doesn't want to go to, you know, like if he's tired or if he just doesn't, is not really into it and doesn't want to go out and he's just good with staying home for a night, but I want to go see my friends. And, you know, I just go, I take the kids or, or, you know, if I want to go to my mom's, like my parents live in Martinsville and like, we, we spend way too much time, not I joke, but like, we spend a lot of time together as a family. And like, if I'm, if I want to go, I go, you know? So it's like, and he's okay with that. And I'm okay with if he doesn't, you know? And, and I think just like letting us, you know, we don't try to push each other into something that we're not either. So, um, and then I think just like, there was times in, in our marriage when before he worked at the salon that he had other priorities. So he had his own career and, you know, like that it was hard because we were trying to juggle his career, my career, the business, our kids, you know, so it's like pulling in different directions at that point. It was like, okay, like we need to make a decision. Like either the business is stopping and we're not going anywhere any further with this where we're at is as far as we can go with like me being a mom at home with three kids and then him having to go to his career and answering to other people, you know, or else actually like him stepping away from that, joining me. And then we could just juggle our life around, you know, our life and our business on our own terms. And honestly, he didn't love his career before. So it was kind of like, he was the one that was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make the change because I don't love my job. And like, you know, he knew I was very passionate about mine. So I like that. Mm -hmm. And I bet you there are some as romantic and as perfect as it may seem. There are, I'm sure some pet peeves. I'm very curious to know what is your biggest pet peeve about him? I would say my biggest pet peeve would be is, is that because he's not a super extroverted person that sometimes he can come across like as if he's being like I I don't know if everybody thinks this but like sometimes I feel like it's almost like he's coming off rude because he's kind of quieter and like shy that he's you know that he's like doesn't like I'm like see somebody oh he has a woman I shake your hand you know whatever and he's kind of like standing there like a little quiet so I I guess that would be my biggest pet peeve (laughs) Okay. No, that makes perfect sense. I have definitely met people where you're kind of like, are they quiet or are they being rude? Are they, I can totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And Um, he's totally not being rude. He just is shy. Just who he is. So that's just, it comes off rude, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then turning the table there. So what do you think? Like if I was to ask him, what would he say his biggest pet peeve is about you? Oh, gosh which one well I would say probably that like I get so busy and so so many things on the go that I forget to tell him things or um like I just like the other day we were at my mom's house and I was supposed to be at a meeting going for a lunch meeting and I like completely forgot and so then it was just chaos and I had to like I need you to drive me to Leopold drop me off I got a meeting blah 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 and like frantically having to deal with this and then he gets stuck with all the 
Oh man. (laughs) It happens. You're busy. Like, you know, sometimes you're just, you're pulled in so many different directions. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're just running, you know, a hundred miles an hour trying to catch up to where you should be. Yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, I'm, I try to be as professional as possible. I think like being late or like not showing up something or, you know, forgetting something is like so bad, but at the same time, it's like, I am just like, I mean, you're human. uh, Yeah. And like, there is just so much going on right now, (laughs) a baby at home. And, you know, I'm trying to normally when I go to work, I have my schedule there. I can see exactly what I'm doing. If I have a meeting, they're coming to me, then we leave. But like, I'm at home with my little man. And so I'm like, oh, wow, I have this day off. And really, no, I didn't. So (laughs) (laughs) are you getting any sleep right now? Um, I must admit, my husband does the wake up in the middle of the night. Um, we're not we're not breastfeeding anymore. So um, yeah. Hey, He's you know dude. what? <laughs> you do what works for you, and you know what? I love that you're both so involved because that is a huge stress reliever, and it's so nice when you can share the responsibilities and whatever, however that looks. <laughs> yeah, and you know, honestly, like I. Like you said, every relationship has their things that they, you know, that you deal with. But like, I am just so grateful that Corey um, understands like the business. Like sometimes I just have to go. Sometimes I just have to deal with these things, whether I want to or not. But it's that's the way business is. You know how it is. Like, you know, if you don't deal with it, then it's a loss of opportunity. Well, and sometimes too, when you get something um, uh, your personality, you, you don't want to leave it too. Like sometimes if you get a message or you get an email or you feel like you need to just deal with it to get it dealt with being able to have a partner who understands that sometimes you just need to need to get this done so that you're not thinking about it or it's not on your plate. (laughs) Okay. So let's, let's talk about self-care. So I firmly believe as a mom that, it's very important. We cannot pour from an empty cup. And you work in an industry where a lot of people find self-care in your industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious for yourself, what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, you know, honestly, I think that like from a different perspective of like when I when I became a mom, like I before that, I was like very into fitness and I did fitness competitions and you know, I was probably in the best shape I ever had been right before I got pregnant. So um there was like this whole really hard time for me of like my body changing and you know, you change. Your body changes when you have children and you just you become a mom and your priorities also change. So like for me to go to the gym now is almost near impossible, which I love still going, but you know, it's just it's not as easy to do anymore. And so to me, I just I like doing things that make me feel good. If they can, you know, and I know that like I'm I shouldn't be a happier person if I feel prettier or whatever, but it's just it's natural. We're human. We we are like that and if we feel better about ourselves, we're happier, you know? So it's like I get my lashes done and I get my nails done and and I know I say like that's pretty high maintenance for a mom, but like it really makes me feel good and I I don't have to get up and do my makeup, so it also saves me a lot of time in the mornings that I get to spend time with my kids. And but I I do work in an industry where I have to be looking good to go to work. So yeah, so you don't really have the luxury of just throwing on your your hoodie and your hair in a messy bun and calling it good. Yeah, exactly. So so for me, if it's like go to a couple appointments just to stay on top of that to make me feel good and so that I still you know can go to work looking presentable, then that's what I do. <laughs> Honestly, it does make me feel good. So. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Um, I think as we grow and as we get older, our self-care changes too. And it's important that we kind of, that we just pick up on cues. So we find, you know, it's nice too, when our our spouse can recognize cues of when we're maybe at that point where we need to have some time. For sure. For sure. (laughs) So I feel like, okay, for me, I have a lot of mom fails with four kids and I'm sure that you're going to experience a lot of mom fails with three. (laughs) Yes. So can you give me an example of something that just backfired? I love mom fails because it just makes everyone feel like their chaos is just normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, a mom fail, like, 
I don't know. Well, if, if you can't pinpoint it, man, you're going to have some serious ones coming to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there's, there's things that happen all the time, but it's just like normal now. <laughs> Are you, do you think like, do you think like having the third child now that you just like, you're able to roll with the punches a lot easier? Oh, yeah. Like way easier. I honestly, I think like I'm a pretty, I, I, I discipline, but I'm like a pretty relaxed person. So I'm just like, okay, just go with it. And like, I've tried parenting certain ways and I'm like, okay, this isn't working. So I'm just going to change that. Like, I don't get too caught up in like, oh, I need to sleep train or do this or whatever. I'm just like, but I've been really fortunate. I had really easy babies. So I give, you know, all the props to the moms that, that had to do those things because they needed to be, otherwise they wouldn't have slept. But yeah, honestly, I like things happen all the time that I can't even like think of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, like one night we were at our house and our friends came over and we were all visiting and we were sitting on the, on the deck having beers or whatever. And, and our kids were running around and, and all of a sudden Zara comes up and like, I'm like, oh my goodness. And her arm was completely swollen. And I'm like, what's going on? And her, she had been like eaten by mosquitoes. And apparently I didn't notice that our kids were outside running around in tank tops at like 930 at night. And so she was completely <laughs> eaten by mosquitoes. And I was just like, okay, so there's a mom veil. But that, that, that kind of stuff happens to me like every day. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I find myself in those situations quite frequently. So just know that you're not alone. Those things. And they, they just seem to happen more frequently as your kids get older. So yeah. And like, I felt bad because I was like, just sitting there visiting with her friends, like having a beer. (laughs) My kid comes up and like her whole arm is swollen with bug bites. But I was like, I was, it was innocent. Like they were just having fun playing and I didn't even notice any bugs. So, well, you know, I, I was chatting um, last week and my daughter got into my Palm Bay and uh, <laughs> helped herself to, she, I, oh man, she's three and she is obsessed with, she calls, she's like adult drinks. I want an adult drink. I like adult drinks. And I'm like, I turn around and I'm like, my cup is nearly like, it was probably, it was probably half full started and I'm like all of a sudden she's like mom I'm kind of thirsty and I'm like well didn't you go to get your water no I had some adult drink oh yeah so mom like I feel really good after those moments so you know we just it happens we're human right oh yeah I know and it's like you know it's not like we drink beer all the time but apparently enough for them to know what beer is and we were actually the day that we were at taco time and there was like people all sitting around because it was lunch and then Lila goes mom, is that a beer? And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's five o'clock somewhere. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So my last question for you, uh, do you have a hiding place in your house when you just need a break? Mom needs a timeout. Yeah. Yeah. I have multiple actually. Um, I, I love to go and soak in the bath. So I go there often if I just need a little bit of a break or if I need to catch up on some emails or something just some on my phone or whatever, or just even some screen time, like just go scroll through social media. Um, right now I'm in my office because they kind of forget about the office. It's at the front of the house. So they, they, they don't find me as easy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we have like this beautiful patio area in our backyard. So that's not really like they can see me and they're back there, but it just, it's my special space that I, I love. So. And you do have a very beautiful space in your backyard. I've seen pictures of it and you've created quite a space. So hopefully you don't get too many more wind, wind disasters in your backyard paradise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That and the mosquitoes. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that can be, but you know what? You just got to find a way to enjoy it regardless, I guess. For sure. Oh man. Okay. Well, can you remind everyone about where they can find you and more information about your business? Yeah, so um, our salon is in Warman, and uh, if you want to come visit us or book an appointment, you can go to passionsbeautystudio.com. Um, we also have our online shop on there, so we sell all of our products, skincare, um, hair care, men's care, 
Awesome. And are you going to be sharing some of your journey of building your new facility on social media? Yeah. So if you follow us on Instagram, um, we've been doing some stories. Um, and yeah, we're just going to share the process. We start uh, or we take possession of the lot July 1st, and then we'll be moving the house off of the lot and taking down a bunch of trees and stuff. And yeah, so it'll be kind of fun just to see it all evolve over the next year or six months or however long it takes us to get there. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the journey that you're on and thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy, busy life to share a bit about your motherhood journey and your journey in business. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It was fun. Wow. I am so glad that I had the opportunity to share Chelsea's story as it shares a unique perspective on balancing, operating a business, and being a mom. High five to Chelsea for setting such a wonderful example for your kids. You really do prove that moms can do exceptional things in business and that hard work really does pay off. You're truly inspirational and I wish you the absolute best as you tackle this next exciting expansion for your business. You know, moms are truly amazing, and it never ceases to amaze me the epic things that moms right in my community are able to accomplish. So to all you moms out there totally crushing it, whether it be in business or even just successfully taking three kids to the park without a meltdown, keep on doing your thing. You are enough. You are amazing. You got this. Now go find some joy in your circus.